right, so look, there's a lot that we got to go uh, get into today because it seems like every day I wake up, the internet is on fire, and I'm yeah. and I'm the person that I, I know. While I think I'm a fire uh, fighter, well, some people think I'm a fire starter. Either way, the internet is full of shit. I've been busy. <laughs> Blue, damn it. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but what have y'all been up to? Blue, what you been doing? So I've been setting healthy boundaries. Uh, I have stopped being Captain Sabaho for all my friends. On the weekends, I do not take emergency calls anymore. I'm letting all the people in my life figure out their own shit. And it feels great to mind my business and stay hydrated. Oh, yeah. like, relationship stuff? Is it people with their kids? It's everything. I didn't realize until Christmas how burnt out I was because whenever anything happens, whether it's at work, if there's a project happening, everybody knows that they don't have to take notes because I'll send a huge email with all the notes later on. If my friends are going through relationship problems, I'll jump in as a moderator. Um, even my exes hit me up for things that are inappropriate. And so, yeah, lately I've just been not available and it feels really great. And a couple of days ago, I was having a bad day. And instead of like pretending everything was okay, I was like, look, I'm having a bad day. Somebody needs to be here for me. And, you know, a cute boy came over and brought me food and loved up on me and it felt fun. And so, yeah, I'm letting myself receive. This is the year of receiving for me. Nice. Listen, I learned a long time ago when it comes to friends and their relationships. First of all, I don't even care about your relationship. And half of the people that I know are really, <laughs> really corny, too. Um, I don't care enough about your relationship to be included in your drama, nor do I care enough about the resolution of it. Just go somewhere, fight it out, come back and be happy because... The, end, the, the vibration I'm on now is I just want everybody around me to be happy. I went out to go watch a game probably a few months ago in the middle of the pandemic outside of Open here in L.A. And I went, I'm not going to say my friend's name because the last time I did, I got a bunch of complaints from him and his family. But him and his partner and their friend, we were all hanging out and they got into a big fight in public, throwing drinks around the table, screaming, yelling. People around were looking. It looked like a scene from Love and Hip Hop, except there was no love at that moment and there was definitely no hip hop. I just learned that when people in relationships fight and argue, it is not my role to get involved. The other thing, recently we talked about Wendy and her brother. I had to think about this, right? Although Wendy's my friend and I want to have her back and I got and I was riding for her when her and her brother got into it. I, I was I, I had to remember that's her brother. Brother and yeah. sisters are gonna fight and then they're gonna come back together. And then here you are having attacked somebody and you may be on the wrong side of the family. So I just feel like mind yeah. your business, just mind your business. Yeah. It feels great. It feels great to mind my business. And also too, I think we had that whole conversation around intentional dating. I think I've also learned aside from intentional dating, it's good to sometimes be like, look, you're not it, but like you could be it for tonight though. So I'm, I'm learning to strike a balance no, between no, no, somewhere. No, between. No, no, we're not doing, no, no. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're not doing, I'm here for tonight. I'll be honest. With you, it doesn't man. have to mean sex. It doesn't have to mean sex, Jason. Hey. It can mean a cuddle. For anything, we're not sitting across from each other and then you sneeze all of a sudden, we didn't even fuck, but now I got a disease or whatever COVID. Nah, I'm not going out like that. Will you, can you imagine you want a date with somebody that you don't even like, you don't get no dick and then you catch COVID and die? Like <laughs> <laughs> No, he got tested. I actually asked him at the door. Like he had me his test results. I got tested this morning. So everybody's been tested. So I'm fine. I'm tested. You think, you think Matthew Johnson has slept with somebody and not edited one of his tests? Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. I mean, That's God calling. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Bank checks, uh, bank statements, and t STD results can all be edited. I ain't try. I need to be there you, at the doctor. I got to meet oh you. My God. I got to see the results in real time. No, nah, no. Nah. You a sick motherfucker if you edit in your STD notes. Like, you on some real sick shit to sit there and go and figure out a way. I didn't even think to do that, Jason. Like, wh wh where did you get that from? Who did that? I'm from I'm from Northern right. California, home of the scammers. That's what we do. We, we, we edit everything. Your STD results? STDs? I mean, maybe, maybe you don't want to have a conversation about herpes. Maybe you'd rather focus on broccolini or Brussels sprouts. There's other deeper shit to get into on a date than whether worry about who has a bump here and there. And by the way, I mean, herpes only come out at night. Is that true? No, but- what? I don't think that's true. Wait, isn't it always nighttime on your genitals? It's covered. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. I'm gonna be very careful here, and not to advocate that I know everything about them because I don't have them, um, and I don't want them. But I would say that, like, there are more important things to worry about these days than whether or not, like, a little sheet got edited. <laughs> Jason, I will say this responsibly speaking. Number one, 
I am not judging anybody who has herpes. No stigma. You are still lovable. So we don't want right. to make them feel bad. Right, and no, number you're, two. You're not. No, you're not. No, if you have herpes, you're that's, that's trash. Jason. You know, oh, Jason. I, Jason, no. Jason. <laughs> I met a girl on Clubhouse who was herpes positive, And she has this whole movement where she's like teaching people how to love and have a bump. No. No. Wait, Jason. No. Slow down. Slow down. Jason. Because if you look at the statistics for herpes. It's like, what was it like? One in three, one in four. So, and there's three of us here. There's three of us here. So when are you lying? Uh, well, I can me. tell you right now. I can tell you right Ta-da! now. <laughs> oh, you got herpes? No, I'm oh. just saying. When you say, you <laughs> know what I'm wait, saying wait. is. Damage, do you want to share something with the audience? I, I don't know what's I do want to share something, Jason. Um, One in three people may have herpes and you saying they're not lovable. You could be disrespecting a lot of people that you like. I'm just saying. Think about yeah, what you said. I'm, I'm disrespecting you because you have herpes. I mean, it is what it is. Listen, I, I personally understand that there are people struggling with herpes. Last week, I talked about a man in a wheelchair who lit himself on fire. I know that there's issues that I'm going to have getting into the gates of heaven. <laughs> I've accepted that. No, but I think that, you know, the most... The, the, Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's a lot of people in Gag Nation that might walk it back. Walk it back, Jason. Walk it back. There's a lot of your fans. And you got can you guys please stop telling me to walk shit back? You know I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, if you got a bump in your mouth, that's between you and God. Stop sucking on things that you don't know. If you knew what you put in your mouth, if you did an inspection, you don't go and drink milk without looking for the goddamn label of when it's gonna expire, but you put a dick down your throat and you ain't seen if a motherfucker got a bump or two. You deserve the herpes that you got, you're gonna die with that herpes because you can't fix it. So now that we've accepted that people just got herpes and they just had a bump in the road and now they are where they are, can we move on? Because I ain't got it. Wow. Don't want it, ain't going to get it. And guess what? The gag wow. Nation, don't ever say that the gag nation got, there's probably one person in the gag nation that got herpes. So I ain't going to say his name because that motherfucker get him on Everybody, You nominated somebody. <laughs> I mean, one person in Gag Nation. He said I mean, there might be one person. <laughs> if I had to give a if I had to give a herpes award away to one motherfucker, they know who Stop, the Stop it. You know what you know what's so conversation? I didn't even know that herpes were, you know, because I have friends, you know, that they get that little bump right here, and I'd be looking at them like, okay. You know, maybe you're allergic to, you know, maybe the ice cream cone you were sucking on did that, or maybe, you know, you were, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an allergic reaction to some sushi, you know, or maybe you ate some pussy that was not good or whatever. I didn't know what it was, right? But I realized mouth sores are herpes too, right? A, a lot of them are. A, a lot of people get it around their mouths. In high school, I had a girl who would have breakouts during finals and people made fun of her because every time we had finals, her mouth would just be, you know, a bump, bump, bump. But it's okay. We still supported her. <laughs> was that probably watching this? Oh, God. What's her name? I am not going to say her name because she's a fan of the show. I love you, sis. My bad for sharing that story, but, you know, it happened. Uh, you said Cheryl? Well, listen. No. <laughs> wait, so did she get the bumps around her mouth because she was... Um, stressed. Stressed. Oh, so stress, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what she called it. Okay. Her stress bumps, but we later found out it was just herpes. But, yeah. Wait, they were herpes? It was herpes, yeah, but she called it her stress bumps, and it took me years to do the math and realize... That's herpes, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm done with yo. I'm done with this conversation. If y'all are, I'm done. In summation, if you're affection deprived, guys, during COVID, it's okay to be hugged up on. Because my my number one love language is physical touch. Did so, you say? You know. Did you say infection deprived? No, affection deprived, Jason. Oh. I was affection deprived until recently. So, that, Jason, you know what? I give up. This is going to come back to her because I can feel it. So, let's talk about my weekend, y'all. <laughs> How was your weekend, then? <laughs> Save us. Was there any herpes involved? No, it was kids involved. My son just had his uh, eighth birthday. So, salute to my son, Legend. And it was very Yay. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday to Legend, man. Um, very interesting because... Uh, it's been a while since I've been around other people's kids, right? And I forget Uh-oh. you can't really discipline other kids, like other people's kids, especially white kids. Like, what do you do oh. when you're having a celebration for your son and then the white kid comes over and he's kind of doing his own thing? Like, he's bringing the white privilege into my house. It's like, bro, like, we, we, like you don't climb that, man. You got to get down. Oh, no, it's okay. 
this, no, you got to get your ass down. So like, I'm trying to navigate because I haven't been around other kids in a while. How to successfully stop climbing? Damage. You know where she learned it from? Those motherfuckers at the Capitol. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, but see, you know, white people, one thing white people are good about, they usually have them on leashes, but there are times that they have to let them off. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, yeah, this is where you trip them. I learned a long time ago, if you trip a kid and they fall down, they're going to get no. up. They're going to get up. And there's two lessons in, there's two lessons in that. One, start running your ass in the house that don't belong to you. And two, you're going to fall down in life, but you're going to get back up. So, Jason, here's the thing, too. So he's not just a regular white kid. He's Armenian. So I'm thinking maybe he's not really being a jerk. Maybe it's like a language barrier. Because when he says things, he's like, this song's stupid. And I'm like, nigga, this is the happy birthday song. Like, what do you mean this song's stupid? Like, <laughs> like, he say, like, literally, and I don't think he means it, but his, like, demeanor is like... No, he means... He means it. You're being too nice. My mother used to always pinch white children. I just should not say that. <laughs> no, my, my mother's West Indian. She's very strict. And she would pinch them and be like, you, shut up. And they would stop. So just, just pinch them and look into their eyes and say, shut up. It works. It's been working my whole life. So. But maybe if he's saying the birthday song is stupid, maybe he's Jehovah Witness and don't believe in birthdays in the first place. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You never, it's a whole different culture. So I'm giving him a little pass, but once you start climbing stuff in black people's home, y'all know how we do. Like, By the way, I know, I've, I, I know that I've uh, insulted a lot of people, especially those from the herpy community. And I'm not sorry, but listen, you Jehovah Witness motherfuckers, y'all be knocking on doors that don't belong to you. This is what I don't understand. I understand the watchtower in that your God says to go around and wake up people early Saturday mornings that have been working all week. Don't knock on my motherfucking door because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to put an electric doorknob on my door. Not a doorknob because they don't twist the doorknob. I'm going to get an electric door. So when you knock it, it's going to shock the shit out of you. And then you know what? When you down there shaking on the ground, I'm going to look over the balcony and say, that's the Holy Ghost. Because at this house, we believe in the Holy Ghost. I never understood what I never understood. Jason, that's illegal. I know they told me because I tried to get an electric gate, but they tell me I can't do that. Right, the law. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. But I, I just, I just think that I think that Jehovah Witnesses are very intrusive. Like I feel like you should stay. You should not come to people's houses that don't know you. Yeah. Um. When I was growing up, what I didn't understand is. I give you come to my door and you knock on it and then you keep it moving. But to sit there and keep ringing my doorbell and knocking and like a 10 consistent minutes ringing my doorbell. I'm like, all right, this is went too far, y'all. This is harassment. That's what I don't like. Like, if I don't answer the door, keep it moving to the next house. You might catch me another Sunday. Should have opened the door and said, if you put that much effort into finding your daddy who left for the liquor store five years ago, maybe you'd have more success. I'm busy. Oh, that is traumatizing, Jason. <laughs> that is traumatizing. My dad went to the Jason forty years ago. He ain't been back. I still. You're gonna be an interesting dad. parent. Jason's gonna be an interesting parent. Damage. I think what we're learning today is all of Jason's tips and tricks for dealing with children are are, are questionable, and I cannot <laughs> wait to see you as a parent. He took it to the Jehovah Witnesses. And you know what I'm gonna tell my kid, whether it's a boy or a girl. What? Don't put don't put your mouth on no dirty dick. You're gonna fuck around and get herpes. That that's just listen. At what age? <laughs> we need to start training our kids early on the precautions they need to take because if we don't, they're going to be fucked up. <laughs> like seriously, like nobody sat me down and talked to me about sex. I was just climbing the tether pole, getting aroused. Nobody told me what the fuck was going on. I had somebody explain to me what was happening. I've been like, oh, shit. Oh, and masturbation. When I discovered that, when I started jacking off, I'm going to tell you right now, I ran through all types of Charmin. Double side, side. You know what I mean? I ain't even got to the flashlight because I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm already a, a postgraduate. But I will tell you, you got to start teaching your kids early if you want to prevent them from having forest fires. That's called chlamydia. I caught that twice. There is a reason why we are out here. I'm out and I'm sure. Have you, have you either one of you had STDs? Because that's why I know what we're. No, I had a scare I, though. I, 
I've I've sincerely never had an STD, but I knew about sex at like six when I used the VHS to put in a video and found my father's porn tape and then sold it to my brother, my um, cousin's friends on the playground. So I knew about sex dumb early and used it for financial uh, gain. So porn tape is fantasy. It's not really like they're not really like no. It, this was the '80s. It was not a fantasy. It was all very hairy. It was not a fantasy. Nah, sex education is important, man. And I feel like uh, when I was coming up, it was scary as a young kid to go buy condoms. Like, y'all would be afraid. But now it's like they're giving condoms out everywhere. Condoms here, condoms for you. So I think, yeah, sex education is important. And a lot of young people are going about it the wrong way and are definitely circulating certain diseases. So whatever we can do to spread that awareness is definitely critical. Wrap it up. Speaking of condoms, speaking of condoms, I just want to say, you know, now that I've lost this weight and now that we're talking about condoms, it actually brings me to another lesson. I've learned. Uh-oh. I know I used to wear a size, you know, 3X sweater. Now I'm a large, right? So I realized that it's important that we understand how to find the garments that fit us. There are some of you buying these gold packs because you somehow want to flick them around on Instagram that you got this big dick. And then, you know, the micro penis of it all does not work with that. You have to get the size that works for you. And those of you that try to come over and you want me to use those condoms that feel like you're not wearing a condom, that's an indication that you like to be hit raw. And look, do what you got to do. But at least- I have some of those. Wait, I have those. Don't 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 judge. I have a whole box of those, Jason. Okay. If you want to feel like somebody's just running through you like a night train and with oh no cover, cool, go on and do you. I'm just saying, if it slip off and you don't feel it, then all of a sudden your insides is fucked up and your housing unit- that was planning to uh, hold a kid someday uh, is revoking everything because you've allowed somebody to, you know, shoot up the club with some fucked up bullets. You can't be mad at them. I like them. <laughs> I, 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 I don't necessarily like the feel of condoms. So I think whoever invented those kind should get a Nobel Peace Prize personally. They're great. Yeah. Isn't that wrong with a little lambskin? I mean, fucking watch. See, damage knows. Fucking watch. You just take it off. I mean, fuck, you're not going to get herpes. Okay. You know what, Jason? That is not how that works wait, when you talk. Wait. <laughs> wait. You give the no. worst advice. You give the worst advice. No, I've just learned that some people don't respect their pussies and some people's dicks just don't deserve respect anyway. So fuck it. Do it. Do what you want. I, I mean, I know what I'm going to do. Like I tell you, there's a couple things. You come to my house, be prepared to be fully clean. And by the way, all of you men that are shaving your dicks, your penises and all that, you want a pussy. I never understood why somebody wants to shave off all their pubic hair. Like, I get it. They say, oh, it lets you swim faster. Bitch, public pools are closed. You're not swimming. You just don't want to have hair on your dick. Yeah, at least leave a little hair on your penis. I don't know. And I know men love women to have no hair on their vaginas, right? Damage. I mean, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind a little a little fur there, but nothing too crazy. I don't want to. I don't want anything this high, you know. Not for just, you, know, <laughs> you know. So you know, keep I, a nice I actually go, on there. I will say this: that a lot of women I know, we no, all wait, go get laser. So laser popular. Wait, did you say fur? Yeah, fur? it can have it can have a little bit of fur, but not too many. Oh. Not too That's much. Old school. Okay. Just a little bit. Like, you know, if you know how sometimes, you know, a little bit of it grow, it's like, I ain't mad at you, but don't have a whole. Oh, no, okay. Okay. That's called new growth. That's very different than fur. <laughs> but, but is it enough to put a beret on? No, no, no. Oh, no. no. I don't even want it this high. No. You see this? If I go down there and it's this thick, like, hey, <laughs> hey, now. Boy, just Ladies, get, get laser. Get laser. Please get laser. It's the, it's the wave. It's really inexpensive. I go to where the Kardashians go. They're really friendly. You can have a little therapy session while they're lasering your hoo-ha. It's a fun experience. Just imagine if Roland Ray had a lace front on his penis and lit that on you know fire. He would, be a, he would be a lesbian right now. Wow. <laughs> he would, wait, that would make him a Wow. That got dark so Look. fast. <laughs> So look, I was in New York this past week, you know, uh, building the studio out over there and trying to like get into the world. And when I was there, I realized sitting there that I flew to New York to sit in the house. Um, outside is closed. The outdoor dining is open, but it's cold as hell. The clubs mm-hmm. are closed. Everything is closed. I did want to shout out to the Gag Nation, our fans. I did meet up with them. I did this whole thing on live where I was like, yo, if y'all buy merch, you know, if you guys buy $5,000 worth of merch, I'll show up because I thought ain't no way they're going to buy $5,000 worth of merch. So I'm not going to have to go meet nobody. 
they ran it up to $6,600 in merch and was like, where, where are we meeting? And so I did meet up with folks. I just want to say shout out to all the fans of Hollywood Unlocked. But no, I, I enjoy New York wow. City because I enjoy New York City because the architecture, the vibe is just different. You know, I did have hookah at the house every day and, you know, we ordered food or whatever, but I learned something. Me and the little spoon who I've been talking to, we've been trying to figure out this situation. And I think the longer that it goes on, that we're not coming up with a commitment where I am in life is that I'm just going to enjoy the time and not try to lock it down because I am very much busy doing a lot of stuff. And I just feel like where I'm at in my life, I need to know where everything is. And if I can't put it in a compartment, then I got to put it over here with other and keep focused. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It sounds like you, like a control issues, but yeah, it makes sense. Control. Here's the thing, though, right? Like relationships have to organically break happen. Down. So break, you know. down. break down, break down the control issue. Let me let me get into that. Go ahead. Because it's almost like you're saying if you can't put a name on it and a timestamp on it and everything on it, and you can't let it grow organically, then you want to put it in a box as other. But what if you just let it grow into whatever it is and see what happens without having the need to give it a name so quickly? I think a lot of people jump to give relationships names and then they make promises they can't keep. But letting something it might organically happen. Grow, letting something grow organically and see what it happens is, is advice you give to somebody who has a herpes showing up, right? I think that the problem with a oh lot of God. human beings, I think the problem with a lot of human beings in this world is that they live in these gray relationships where they don't know what's happening and they just hope it mutates into love. And I'm all for the organics, right? But there's a couple things. One, you can't act like we're together, but not put a title on it or, or name it, right? Like, for example- I agree. I agree. You on Tinder, and then you're like, well, I deleted my Tinder. Did you delete yours? Why? I'm still single. Why would I delete my Tinder? You know, or right. I want you to meet my parents. Well, meeting your parents for me is a big deal. So if I meet your parents, what, what am I meeting them as? Your homeboy, your friend, your lover, your bit from a benefit, your boyfriend? Like what? For me, I don't operate well in gray. That's why I'm so successful. I think that when you're in gray, you will look up and, uh, you know, Nah, it it'll be it'll be too. But gross. there has to be a there has to be a balance, Jason. Like you have to give it room to breathe, but then reasonably pull it in. Like you can't just immediately say, if you can't tell me in two months what we are, we're over. Because somebody might need three months. Like that's still a, a pretty decent amount of time to give somebody space to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Now if it's a year, we we got problems. If it's a year, take all the time you need. Just in that three months, just know that I'm like uh, I'm like that banana in the produce department for sale. It's still there. And somebody can come in and pick that bitch right up. And you have to be okay with that. Those of you that, yeah, leave, I agree. Those of you that leave people in the gray area, you yeah. have to be okay with losing something that you may want because somebody else came by to find it. I think about the housing market. When you walk into mm-hmm. a the house, it feels like home. You can lay by the fire. You could even you can get your herpes treatment right here in the foyer, but you oh let that house sit on the market for too long and somebody comes in and snatches it from you. You can't be mad at the home buyer who was ready and knew what they wanted to do. No, I feel that. No, and that's true. I feel that. I've been a guy that operated in gray for a long time. Um, that's done. But when I did and somebody will come along and probably the person I'm talking to, I'm the one keeping it in the gray area. If they go off to be with somebody else, sometimes they mad that I'm happy for them. Now, so what's that about, Jason? That ever happened to you? Like, it's like, oh, okay, I see you You went off and did your thing. I'm happy. And they're mad that I'm happy for them. It's like, no, I wanted you to have love. Because that means you didn't want them bad enough. If you wanted them bad enough, you wouldn't have been happy. So they're just mad that they got confirmation. Oh. Yeah, I recently I recently unfollowed somebody yeah. I've known for a long time. And they literally died to me. Like, I don't, once I unfollow you on Instagram, I don't even know what, what's happening anymore. Uh, once you exit <laughs> my life, or once, once you're not, like, involved with my world anymore, like, it's it's a goodbye for me. Uh, not a goodbye for now. Just goodbye until I follow you again. Because I'm so consumed with what I got going on and where I'm trying to go, the happiness I'm trying to build. You know, I just recently posted a thought uh, pick on Instagram, not for not for likes per se, but for confidence. And to- uh-huh. Snatch back the control or try to take over my confidence. But look, I don't invest in something that ain't made for me. If it's made for me, it's going to be here. You know what I mean? So, like, if you don't work out, you just don't work out. Yeah, I don't like people who have too many exes. I recently was talking to someone that I was curious about. And then on our first phone call, he mentioned that he's friends with all his exes. And, uh, yeah, my interest died on the spot. I was like, I'm good with that. That's interesting. Like, how can you be friends with all of your exes? All of them? All of them? Uh -uh. Yeah. Uh -uh. Nah, that means Uh -uh. there's definitely... Uh -uh. 
There's mm-hmm. definitely some lines that that are being crossed and some good mornings that don't need to be sent. Like you can't be friends with all your exes. That don't even make sense. I'm friends with most of my exes and the person I'm talking to now, I even told them it's important that he becomes friends with at least one of them because that's my best friend of 25 years. He's going to be here forever. So, you know, I, I kind of look at it like it's a good thing that you give your partner the heads up early so they can start to digest what is going to be a part of their life. If their life is involving you. Yeah. Or I leave mean, like I did. Leave. I, mean, I left. And, but yeah. And you being cool with one ex, Jason, and then all of them is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you got a tight relationship with one. I can see that. But me, I'm trying to date a girl and I'm besties with all five of my exes. It's like, come on now. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. It's weird. Uh, it sure was. Past tense. It's not my problem anymore. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I can tell you what is a problem. And it's the verses that just went on between Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Now, I don't really support the verses platform because they don't they, they advertise with white people. They don't advertise with black people like that. Uh, but I will say I, I had I found myself captivated because, you know, this has been something that was going to go on for a while. There was the whole COVID-19 thing that delayed it because Ashanti and Keisha Cole. We're going back and forth over uh, Ashanti allegedly catching COVID. And so finally, uh, they they did it. And a lot of people tuned in. I think they had like over 1.2 million people tune in for this thing. And people were so excited yep. to see versus Ashanti. Well, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm not the biggest Ashanti fan. It's just the ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Just thing really just annoyed me because people just played with that forever. And, you know, I just, I was over it. So I wasn't a big fan of Ashanti. And I'm a friend of Keisha's, but I will tell you, finally, after the six weeks of the original date where <laughs> it got postponed, they sat down and went to head to head. Okay, I'm going to show you the video where Keisha was late almost two hours. And, and I think this is what this is what actually made me become a, a, an Ashanti fan, because I'm going to tell you right now, baby, if I'm left waiting 10 minutes, I'm cussing you the fuck out as soon as you appear. Wait, watch this. Okay. Hello, guys. How y'all doing? Can hey, hear me? hey. Can I see me bigger, please? Thank you. Ashanti? Sis! Can you KC. hear me? I can hear you, mommy. That's lit. That's lit. That's lit. Finally here. <laughs> I don't know who's all attending because at this point, we just, we running way too behind but you look beautiful you look beautiful you too. look absolutely amazing you look absolutely amazing okay cut too. ashanti up just a little bit please now the, the let me just i haven't said much on this subject so i'm gonna go ahead and and say this and i wow keisha's been here to the show and i love keisha but you know, when you're that late, when you're two hours late to do something with somebody, I would have came in and showered her with affection and apologies. And I would have I would have given an explanation. I would have showed a lot more yep. grace and professionalism. Um, I, I felt like not only was she late, but she came in trying to uh, direct what was happening and, you know, kind of control the situation. And it, it was just a lot for me. And I, I was I was embarrassed for Ashanti because. She had to wait for almost two hours. But I will say to you, Ashanti, you showed so much grace and respect and class that, I mean, I've heard you were a cool chick. And I know we, we've we met once, but we've never really gotten uh, a chance to sit down and get to know each other. But my hat is off to you because you handled that a lot better than I would have. I uh, I agree. I actually was not the hugest Ashanti fan. I was a much, much bigger Keisha Cole fan. And that night completely changed my mind. I completely flipped because the lack of accountability that Keisha Cole showed and the amount of grace, as you said, that Ashanti showed, I was like, oh, I want to be her friend now. I'm going to listen to every ooh baby, oh baby she ever sang that I used to roll my eyes at. So she made a lot of fans. And the way that she checked Keisha when she kept on trying to like stronghold the show she checked her and chin checked her with so much class, but shadiness. I, I'm, I'm kind of a stand now. I'm late to the party, but I love you, Ashanti. Well, look, Blue, before we get into it any further, we actually got that video. This is something that I was a little nervous about because I don't know what was going to happen because y'all know Keisha's from the Bay Area, but there was actually the moment that Blue talked about where she checked the shit out of her. Look. KC, can you oh, hear me? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, so I get to start it off. No, you just started. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't start. I didn't start. Let's go into yes, that. You did. um, didn't you go with uh, I should have cheated? Yeah. You started first. That's why I'm about to start again. 
No, you're not. <laughs> okay, let's play. Um, nigga, you just ended it. What you mean? I'm not about to start again. Um, because you started first, right? Yeah, when exactly. we switched. That's why I got to start I'll again. Start, right? You just ended it when I told you I wanted to start with heavy scent, but you. But you went to number eleven. Shit, I did. It's ten. Yeah, you did. Wait. Ten. Let's go. Instagram gonna cut us off. Okay, go ahead. Uh oh. Hey. Well, look, she said, let's go. Look, look, look. <laughs> that was a lot. And again, I mean, she had to do some type of flexing because at some point you can't look like a punk now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't cringy. Yes. Was Keisha Cole late? Yes. Was she kind of disrespectful? Yes. But what I loved about it was. She was authentically Keisha Cole. Like, Keisha wasn't being nobody else. She wasn't trying to pretend to be something she ain't. She was in there being straight old Keisha that we met from the first single. And that's the one thing I love. Do um, I want a little bit more showmanship? Of course. But it's like, that's who Keisha Cole is. She's been like that on her TV shows. And she's like that during verses on IG Live. But does that, but that make it okay? Like, let's go. No. Wait, 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 don't wait. make it okay. Wait. Oh no, you just said that's the Keisha we met during the first single. That was like almost 20 years ago. We have to evolve we as evolve. Everybody evolve. don't evolve, yeah, yo. We have to evolve as a people, but but this is my point. Like, I don't think we should find it acceptable, especially when and I say this with all due respect, right? Like, there's artists that we talk about every day for their music. There's Beyonce, there's like no, Rihanna. When you're not talked about every single day, and this is not to take away from Keisha because she's a phenomenal artist and I love, love, love her music. But when you're not in the news every day for things positive that you're doing or contributing to the culture, when you have a moment like this, which is a huge moment where over a million people are tuned in to you, have some shit that you're selling lined up, have new music to promote, but more importantly, for the new people that maybe the newer generation that's like hip with social media and verses, but may not be hip to, I should have changed my, I should have cheated and whatever. Show up and be a superstar and act like a superstar with class so that way you get that new audience. I just felt like it was a major turnoff. And the, and how you've always been is not an excuse for me. And can I say something as a woman who's very authentic and sometimes gets called bitchy for it and does not care? There's a way to be authentic and even a little bit shady without being disrespectful. Patti LaBelle, who is my Lord and Savior, did it during her verses. Monica did it during her verses. They were both shady. They're both authentic. Patti's been Patti for much longer than Keisha's been Keisha, but they still did it in a way that was likable and fun and didn't disrespect anybody. And their numbers scored, I mean, their numbers soared with their, their tracks afterwards. Keisha wasn't just being authentic. She was being blatantly disrespectful. You were 90 minutes late and then took a break and then tried to bully the other person who showed you grace. That's not being authentic. She was being a donkey. She was being a donkey. It's being authentic. But then they said she threw Doritos too. Like, I, you and the threw no Doritos. I mean, but you know, the crazy part is, and I'm going to go here too. You black women need to stop talking about protect black women when y'all sit up here and publicly disrespect each other for men and other people to watch. And I'm going to say this. I agree. I'm going to say this. Protecting black women has to be more than a hashtag. It has to be in how you hold people accountable when they show up and they disrespect other black women. You know, I, I find it really interesting that we create these social movements to get people talking on social media, but then we don't walk the talk because we want to talk so much. Everybody wants to be heard so much that they don't sit back and look at the shit that they be doing. If my friends get in my car and feel like it's okay to uh, drive up to white people and call them a racist name because they're mad at white police killing black men. I'm going to check the fuck out of my friend because I don't support racism. I have people that are white that work for me. I have partners that are white. My mama was white. I have to walk the talk at all times. I don't get to give passes to people who want to use social movements as an excuse for why they behave like a donkey. Now, with Keisha, yeah. my friend, I haven't really wanted to talk about it too much because I do like her. But at the same time, you got to tell your friends sometimes that they were wrong. And Keisha, you were wrong. I would have sent uh, Ashanti a gift basket. It would have been all my music uh, and some Doritos and a bottle of Ciroc. But either way, I would have sent her a gift basket to say, hey, girl, sorry. Sorry for being late, but I hope this showed up on time because I value you. You know, Keisha did explain. Keisha did give an explanation. And I don't know if I would have accepted it, but this is what she said. But more so than anything, I want to apologize for not sitting my ass in that seat, okay? Because I was there and I should have sat down. I should have just sat in the seat, no matter if I felt like 
you know, the the visual wasn't clear or, you know, I they said my music wasn't going to be right or whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? I think that more so than anything, people wanted me to sit. Be present. Be present, even yeah. though they, they didn't know that I was present. Right. But, yeah, mm. I think that's that's more of the apology that uh should have gave to Ashanti. But again, they say in hindsight, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Maybe 2020. she had to reflect. I don't know. Um, I feel I, I agree with y'all. First of all, I want you to know I agree with y'all. Um, I think it all comes down to professionalism. Even if the things weren't going the way she wanted to to go, you're a superstar. Versus are for superstars, Teddy, uh, Teddy Riley, Babyface, huge names. You're on that tier. So we expect you to move like a superstar. So everything isn't going right. As a superstar, as a performer, you're supposed to know what to do. That's what Ashanti did. And I think that's what everybody wanted from Keisha. But Keisha just don't get down like that. And I think she gave us what she gave us. Is it right? No, but that's who Keisha Cole is. And she got to live with that. And please note that in that apology, she didn't say she was sorry for being disrespectful to Ashanti. No, she, she was didn't. sorry for making her. She said she was sorry for making herself look bad. So that's not even a real apology. That's just hubris. <laughs> But go off, sis. Go off. Feel free to come on the show and explain it to us again. I tell you this: had um, Beyonce done that, I would, I would Never. be grieving. I would be grieving right now because I would not be a Beyonce fan. But this is why Beyonce is where she is. This is why Rihanna is where she is. They're not going to behave that way. And you know, it's unfortunate because you know, I think whereas I may not have been the biggest Ashanti fan, I now am a fan because of how she carried mm -hmm. herself with so much grace and class. And there may be some yep. people on the other end who were, who were Keisha Cole fans who now are not Keisha Cole fans because of how she behaved. So it's one of those things where, you know, you, you, you can be real or you can be who you are, but then you have to, you have to uh, deal with the consequences. Now I haven't reached out to Keisha Cole to invite her here on the show, but she knows she's always welcome because I love her. She unfollowed me on Instagram. So I unfollow her back. I don't know why we unfollowed each other. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find out later, but it's okay. It's all love on this end. Hollywood Unlock just rolls with it, baby. When you unfollow us, we unfollow you. It, it's not personal. Um, okay. Now, uh, in other news of artists gone mad, allegedly, T.I. is accused of putting a gun to a woman's head. This is, you know, and can I, can I preface this by saying because everybody online believes that I hate T.I. I am a fan of T.I. as an artist. And this is where, like, the last story is kind of hard to, like, separate the artist from the news sometimes. And it's like T.I. is always under fire. Now he's under fire because a woman named Sabrina Peterson claimed that he put a gun to her head some years ago. And I don't know if this is just PTSD or whatever, why she came out now, but she came out and took to Instagram, blasting him, um, asking people why the public continues to praise predators. And that was the word that she used. Sabrina says that he put a gun, T.I., put a gun to her head in front of her children, and she never once called the police. But she also said that Sabrina, her, she was beating up his female assistant that was treating his wife, Tiny, like a slave. Now, Sabrina posted a long-ass post on Instagram. I ain't going to read it all to you because I'm going to have uh, glaucoma by the time I get to the bottom of this. But this is what she said. I'm going to put the post up. You can screenshot it and watch it. Pause the video. I don't know what you're going to do, but it's just uh, she, entirely too much. I, I think it's interesting that the shirt says God got it. Now, Tia's wife, Tiny, who we all know, she's one of the sweetest girls. She don't really be in mess like that. She did come to her husband's defense. And she said that just two years ago, Sabrina wanted T.I. to train her sons. Now, she posted this caption, long caption with a video. Let me show you the video really quick. So she posted this video saying that Sabrina wanted to, to train her son, uh, that Sabrina wanted to train her sons and that he was just uncle two years ago. She even went on to say, now, when did you say my husband assaulted you? Did you change your mind or change your back? What's up with you today, Pooh? I'm confused. Stop harassing my family. You strange. Everybody know you've been special. Uh, face license seminar lady. I don't know what that means. Anyway, she told the girl to go ahead and get, get help. Sabrina's now fired back. This is exhausting my spirit. What is happening in Atlanta? Is there not a COVID-19? These people are in the middle of a pandemic. Be, just, this is too, too much. Sabrina fired back saying that that is her truth and that T.I. had put a gun to her head and she never called the cops and never sued. She said that the same silver gun that he was arrested for was the same gun that was put to her head. What? She Ooh. got a video. She, wait, she got a video too. Just go. This is a part of my truth. This is so old, so old that he went on to make songs about it and so forth and so on. That same silver gun that was on the table 
when he was arrested. That's that one silver revolver with the long nose on it was the gun that he put to my head screaming, bitch, I'll kill you, bitch, I'll kill you. So about this, yeah. I will I will say this. Tiny's uh, response is weak as hell to me. I'm not saying that I believe Sabrina, but I think Tiny's response is incredibly weak because when she says, "Why would your kids call Ti uncle and why would you ask him to train them if he was an abuser?" The black community is literally notorious for having abusive uncles be normalized and still be able to abuse you and be a part of the family. So that's a stupid question to me. We do it all the freaking time. But I do respect the fact that she doesn't, she typically don't on all this. And but, but let me say this. He could have been a crazy uncle, but if you put a gun to my I was shot. The person that shot me is out now. There's no way we're gonna be trying to figure out how to be cool. Once you victimize somebody, do you somehow I mean, I get that you could normalize it, or if you're a kid, mm -hmm. we, all are, we all are the kid that had that uncle that was sipping too much brown juice and they may try to do something to us. And we normalize it, but these are grown people we're talking about. Why would you bring your kids around a guy who allegedly put a gun to your head? It happens all the it happens all the time, Jason. When you have an ecosystem where Ti is this big star who you look up to, and listen to what she did. She literally beat somebody up defending Tiny. Misplaced loyalty in an abusive, toxic situation is a very normal thing. I think it's really silly that we're all acting like this is impossible. We know a lot of stories. Look at what happened with the whole Bill Cosby story. Like, not that that's the same thing, but it happens all the time. I don't think it's silly. I think what's silly is that everybody in this generation is getting PTSD and all of a sudden out the blue coming up with all these outrageous claims. You know, I think it's PTSD that a lot of black people forgot that R. Kelly was pissing on little kids and all of a sudden now abandoning his music and not supporting and wanting to go to prison when they know what was happening all the long, all the while. I feel like in the, That's in my the point. I think the world of social media right now has made people want to get attention. We've never talked about this person. Maybe this is a way of getting clout, try and take the black and, man down. What you think? And and I'm, and that's the scary part about it, because it's like, okay, this is years ago. She keeps talking about it's years ago, and then you go, why now? But then you can't really say why now because there's so many victims of other crimes that come out years exactly. later, and it's like, why now? So it's like you're kind of caught in the middle. I'm like, do I believe her? Did Ti do it? Was it too old? What's the reason that she's doing this? Is she trying to do this for some clout? I'm trying to figure out why now. Was it something that he did on a podcast that incited her? Why now? What happened where you needed to tell this story? But, that, right but that's now? the thing, damage. I don't see any thread between nothing happening, something happening that triggered it, and then all of a sudden it came out. You know what I'm saying, Blue? Like, I get what you're saying. Like, I understand that we all have shit that's happened in the past or things, people that have victimized us and we normalize them because they're familiar or their family or they're a superstar. But my mm -hmm. only issue is what triggered it did you see you were watching a uh mtv rap one day and all of a sudden you yeah. saw a video that triggered you to say you know what i'm not letting him profit off of this no more because that's the gun that you know what is it that triggered it and why all of a sudden now and she's doing multiple posts on social media at this point she's running a campaign calling other people trying to get them to validate her story i'm not known publicly as the biggest ti supporter but i'm questioning the intentions right now now, I will say this though. I, I would say there's two questions. You guys are only asking one of them. One question is why now? But the other question is what does she have to gain from this? And so I think those two questions are what it would take for me to take a side because number one, she's making herself look bad, even though she's getting attention. She's literally putting her business like in harm's way because people are, are trying to discredit the, the work that she's done previously. So I want to know what triggered her, but I also know what the incentive is. Like, what is she getting from this? Because if she has no incentive and she just went to a therapist who made her uncover her trauma and, and confront it, there's a there's a, there's a there's a cause for us to think that she might be telling the truth. So I want to hear both questions answered. Why now and what triggered it? I'm getting ready to launch uh, my courses, right? Because I want to educate people on how to become business owners. When I launched my course, say, for instance, 50,000 people watched the video when I launched my course. 40,000 don't like me, but 10 do. And five of those 10,000, 5,000 buy my course. I won. I made $4 million. My point is that all press is good press when nobody's talking about you. People think that when people talk about you, it's a bad thing. No, if that's the case, Hollywood and Luck would not keep soaring. They keep talking shit about me and I keep sitting back going, all right. But, but I'm very strategic in why I create my news. And I could tell you the answer to your question. I've done it many times in my new book that I'm writing. One of the chapters is on how to build strategic enemies because 
just being talked about and building brand awareness. I never knew of her company, The Glam University, until right now because she's been talked about on Hollywood Unlocked so much. She's gotten free promo that we would charge thousands of dollars for. She's gotten free promo because the account she's doing it from, I believe, is her business account. And so, yeah, I, th I, I, think, there is, I think there is a reason to raise a brow, although what you said at the onset was <laughs> was true because we do normalize our, our aggressors and we do make excuses. And sometimes, like even me talking about being molested, I did that as an adult publicly, right? So like you, people share their experiences when they share them, but I, mm -hmm. I, I just feel like we do live in an overly PC and overly cancel culture world where we do have to look with one, one brow raised when somebody comes forward out of nowhere with these egregious claims. That's just me, but I could be wrong. Yeah. No, no I, I actually, I agree with that. I agree with that. I will say, Jason, I can see that I agree with that. I just want her to actually answer those questions so that I can decide if she smells like she's lying or not. I want to hear yeah. her answer. I think we all right there. Like we're all trying to figure out, do we support or, you know, like we don't know what to do. And then there's more allegations she's piling on with that. We're saying T.I. has drugged somebody and sexually assaulted him. So now it's like, it's getting bigger and we're still trying to figure out what is the root of all this? Like you give us more claims, but what's the root? And I know some of the fans were surprised that I said that I hung out with Tory Lanez because I see the comments. But let me tell you something. You know, Tory, whenever I say the name Tory Lanez, people in their mind immediately already have their idea if they like him or not. And that's cool. When you say Jason Lee, there are people that immediately like me or don't like me. I am never, ever going to side with immediately hating somebody until I know that they have done something that I know I don't align myself with. And then I will say what I think about them because people have tried to cancel me many, many times. And unlike me, a lot of people don't own their brands. I own mine. So you can't turn the lights off in the house that I built. But what I will tell you is that I, I invite Sabrina, Tiny, T.I., any of you guys that want to come on the show, let's have a conversation about it because I do want to get those answers that uh, to the questions that Blue just said. I want to get those answered because people in our community, we're so fast to destroy each other. And I'm not saying that there's not some rightful reasons for us to go after one another because there are. But I just don't want to be a, I just don't want to be a launch pad for people to feel like they could because they're going to say some wild shit about somebody Hollywood Locks going to promote it as the truth. I'm not here for that. Not not with our people. Yeah. All right. Now, but that that doesn't apply to this next person. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> Y'all know one of my jobs is wilding out. When I be on that stage telling jokes, I ain't just up there trying to look for cute niggas in the audience. Although I do do that as well. When we go to a commercial, I do send people to go get them. Look, this person was on wilding out. Azalea Banks. Now, remember oh. we talked about her boiling her dead cat. She had dug her dead cat up out the ground. Oh, She boiled the dead cat. And she now is saying that she did it for taxidermy reasons. Now, this is the crazy part. It gets crazier. I hope y'all are ready for this. She now says she has a skull of a six-year-old girl. So after the video that we had posted, I don't remember if it was here or on Gagging, but either way, on one of my shows, we had posted a, a picture of her boiling this dead cat. Azalea is now flaunting the skull of a six-year-old girl and reiterating that she boiled her dead cat for taxi taxidermy purposes. Now, we already know what taxidermy is. And if you don't, go Google it because I'm not here to educate. But in a new video or a new interview, she says that she wouldn't eat a cat that's been dead for three months. She did it to preserve the bones. This is a video of the interview. There are lots of scientific research websites where you can actually buy human skulls like this one. You got one there? You're going to show us one. Oh, my God. Yeah. You've got a skull there. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> that's amazing. I got it from theboneroom.com. And this is actually the skull of a six-year-old girl who died from head trauma. Wow, and you can buy you bones. Them? Because I love, I love bones. I respect the afterlife. I don't think that, I think that, that bone, the bone is where the energy holds for right. a person. Hmm. Um, Jason, I don't think I want any human bones in my house. Where, where the hell does she find these bones? And it's a website selling bones? They should talk about energy. A lot of it just went left for me. And she's smiling, holding it. This little, why would you get the six-year-old? Why not a grown adult head? You got a little six-year-old kid head talking about some energy. That was a lot for me. I don't know. I don't know about that. That, that was a lot for me. It was a lot. You know, usually that, I would- That have, was a lot for me too. Usually, usually I would have a joke 
or I would say something about her, this or that. But like, I'm now really concerned at the level of mental health and lack of mental awareness. Um, I understand that she's into witchcraft or chicken bones or whatever she's into. And I don't even know what that is. I don't even want to play with that because I don't know enough about it. But what I will say is that now she's only getting platforms when she's doing this crazy stuff. And it almost seems like it's getting crazier. First, it was the de- digging up a dead cat, which if you could just be there for me and just think about it. We know what dead animals smell like when you walk by a bird that's been dead on the street for a couple of days or a cat that's been run over by a car. This cat's been buried for, what, six months, and you dug it out the dirt and then boiled it in your kitchen in your good pots? Like, that in itself is sick. Now, take a step further. You went online, not to research how to get a hit song, not to find Kaya and dig her out the basement so y'all could do a song together. You went to find where you could buy human remains, and you bought the skull of a six-year-old kid, and you highlighted it on an interview? It's lock her up and throw the key away from me. I will say this. I think she might want to, while looking for a therapist, maybe look into being a mortician. If she really is sincerely this obsessed with the afterlife, maybe use that as her next profession. Since as you said, she hasn't had a hit in a while, but I will say this as well, as far as witches go, witches are very big on discernment and her lack of discernment for her as a black woman to be talking to these two white people who are basically using her as a a caricature and a freak show and showing off the skull of a little girl who died of a traumatic event which is bad energy, by the way. Dying of a head trauma is not good energy. That is not witches. Witches don't act like that. So I I hate that she's using witchcraft as a banner for that because witches are about discernment and she has none. She Mm. has absolutely none. I just just can't wait until we have to, I just can't wait until the day that we have to post one crazy headline about her and then never talk about her again. Amen. That headline is. All right, well... I just caught that. I mean, I'm not going to dig her up and boil her, but I just want to stop talking about her. Like she's just too dangerous for, she's too dangerous for everybody's spirit at this point. I, I don't even know her music like that. Um, I don't know if she's getting dick on the regulars, like something about her whole vibration is off and she's a really sick person. I think, I think. All right. So Cameron is back in the news. Now he did something that I don't necessarily disagree with. He recently put his homeboy's girl on blast for coming onto him. Now, recently, Cameron, he blasted his friend's girl for coming onto him in an Instagram post. And so he uploaded a video of the girl, alleged girl, I'm going to say alleged because I don't want to get sued again, sucking seductively on a lollipop. And I'm going to just show you out a video real quick. Those of you who are watching, if you're listening to this online, y'all going to have to pause the stream, go over to the video to watch her sucking the hell out this lollipop, then go back. Take a look. All right, so now on the post, there's a caption. He said, so my man and his girl came to my crib yesterday and he had to go back to his car and get something. And when he leaves, she pulls out this lollipop and asks me, quote, do I like my view? And I said, huh? And she said, of the ocean with the little emoji face. Um, I'm going to tell y'all right now, this is one of my fears that I would be entangled with a hoe. And then I go to the car because I have to go and, and, you know, get something. And then all of a sudden, now you're trying to suck the homies down. They just trying to play the PlayStation. This is why I've never really trusted nobody because I already have. (laughs) (laughs) My boyfriend, Josh, that I dated, that I put in my book, Chapter 5, Toxic Ass Nigga, he was a hoe. You know what I mean? And I'm not even going to say allegedly, that nigga was a hoe. And uh, I I had issues since then. So I personally believe Cameron. Now, her silhouette doesn't look too cute. I personally would have threw that thing back. She looked like a seal. Now, what, do do you think, what do you think? Should he have put her on blast? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I would have talked to my homie first because here's the thing. You could put your homie's girl on blast, but if he stays with her, then what did you do? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some dudes that get with these girls, and these girls we know that be out there that's for everybody, and they wife them up, and they come around, and she got eyes for everybody, but he still want to be with her. So him putting that on blast, I'm, I'm assuming him his homeboy is like, cut that off, but that's that's the that's the um, the thing you deal with. It's like, I'm going to tell my homie the truth, 
but is he going to listen to me and really break up with her? But so don't you, you put her? Homeboy, but don't you want your homeboy to know the housewife he brought to your house to suck on some corn chips was actually trying to suck on something else? Jason, the sad part is a lot of these dudes will stay with that girl. They will stay, and ain't nothing you can do. I will say this, um, and Jason, by the way, they are some ethical sluts, but yes, I, I understand the kind of hoe that you're talking about. Uh, I will say this. I've done that move before, and I was trying to smash. So I 100% believe that that was an invitation. Uh, women with big lips know what they're doing when they eat lollipops like that. So his instincts were absolutely correct. I do not believe that was innocent whatsoever. I have a lollipop collection. I know all about that. However, he could have told his homeboy about it and not put it on social media. That's the place where it's a little bit messy. But for anybody who's watching who knows me, if I ever go to the car and you do that to my man, everybody's dying that day. We're all going to have to die. <laughs> and, and listen, I, I, I don't play those games. Every, every time I've got my dick stuck, it started just like that. Somebody licking yep. off. You know, it, or you know, you you ain't maybe maybe you're swallowing the, the the asparagus differently. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Pickles are good for that. Pickles are really good for that, by the way. You get get if you want to know mm -hmm. if you got a hole, go to the store and buy some corn on the cob. Watch how they butter it down. That's lubrication. Right. Watch what they do with it. If they suck, if they suck that thing, if they grab that thing like this and not like this, and they eat it like this, but they ain't eating it like that. That's a hoe. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he got footage though, because can you picture he, him just trying to tell his homie that, and his homie's like, "Man, you just lying, man. You hate." Wait, can you play that video That's one more true. time? Just play it with no audio. <laughs> Hold on, let me narrate this shit. Okay, now this is where you bring your boyfriend to my house, and you ran to the car, and now he is. Oh, that right? Uh, uh. Ah. That what? That was. Wait, He's wait, twirling. Wait. Uh, 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 you. You a hoe. Yeah, I know that move. Yeah, she's a hoe. I mean, I know she, that move. That she's a hoe. She put a little twirl in there that she didn't have okay, to put in let, there. Let me let me just let's just, just let us let us just try to come up with a consensus because we don't always agree here on the show. We uh, don't. Lou, <laughs> Lou, Lou, is she a hoe? Absolutely. Damage, is she a hoe? Wholeheartedly. Yeah, girl, you're a hoe. <laughs> oh, hold up. Wholeheartedly. 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 That was good. All right, well, look. I wholeheartedly don't agree with this next thing. Tyrese, and, and Tyrese, you be calling um, me on Clubhouse, so I don't want no smoke. Tyrese is calling out for his wife under Kurt Franklin's wife's anniversary post. Now, this past year, Tyrese and his wife, Samantha Lee, they had a kid. They announced their divorce. So recently, Kirk Franklin, you know, that's the short Christian man, posted a video with his wife, Tammy Franklin, and they had uploaded a 25th anniversary photo, right? Underneath the photo, Tyrese congratulated him, and then he called out his wife. He said, happy, happy anniversary. Magic, magic, and more magic. Dear Samantha, this was supposed to be us. Remember, the Franklin was our marriage goal. Smiling, smiling. I'm going to get her back. Watch me, I think. Here's my deal. <laughs> when, you, when you break up with somebody, you're, a couple of things are supposed to happen. You're either supposed to A, pack up all their shit and mail it to them, or B, go burn it in the front yard. Two, you're not supposed to go back because life does not go in reverse. And three, you're not supposed to go on somebody else's page where they're congratulating their partner on 25 years. Don't forget, she stuck with Kirk while he was jacking his dick off with that masturbation uh, thing. Remember, he was addicted to porn and he was jacking his dick every day, spilling seed everywhere. Yeah, it's in the Bible. That's not supposed to happen. But whatever. She stuck with him for 25 years while he was jacking his little dick off. And uh, she he, he was just he was just celebrating that. And Tyrese wouldn't stole all the thunder from them on their anniversary. So I I think it was a little distasteful. And I don't know why you want her back. Samantha's gone. Let her go. He went that old thing back, Jason. I, I'm never mad at a guy calling for his his girl back. If they was engaged, you know, but yo, don't harass the woman. Like I don't know how far he's went so far, and I know Tyrese can. Can go there sometimes, but don't harass the woman. And just let the people have their moment. They celebrating 25 years. You trying to get your wife back. I'm for it. I'm really a dude that's for it. Like, go get your girl back. But don't do it at the detriment of somebody celebrating. Like, this, it's times, it's times for that.
It was tacky. It was super tacky, but it also was not romantic. I love romantic gestures. That wasn't a romantic gesture. You're basically trying to embarrass her into taking you back. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing sexy about embarrassing somebody and taking you back, Tyrese. That's not how romance works. And I used to have it on my romantic playlist, but not for this. Oof, child. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, one of, one of your favorite songs, Tyrese, as you know, is Shame. And this is a shame because I tell you, had you come under my post and said something like that, I would have added you and said, go find genuine first. And then when you guys get back together, then we could talk about you getting back with your wife. Because mm. we still want to know what's going on with TGT. Where's the album? Mm. Oh, you mean for the album? Okay, my mind went somewhere else. Lord, okay. Whew, that was rough for a second. Every, everything on this show isn't gay and herpes. So just know. Okay. Guys. All right, well, listen. No, don't mean to pop your bubble. <laughs> Can you pop a herpes? Oh my God, we're back here. I just thought about that. Like, uh, what if you went to kiss somebody and then you bit their herpes and then you popped it and now you have herpes juice on your lips? Ugh. All right, well, listen, that's been a show. Uh, I'm glad everybody came. And I'm glad if you're listening, make sure you're subscribing to us, you're sharing and telling people about the show because it's going to get crazier every every week. It'll get real crazy if one of the hosts pop up with a herpes because I'm going to point that shit out. <laughs> it won't be me. Bye. 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 All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace. <laughs>